most high God. We ask you to take control of our lives, to bring help and healing to us, that we may rejoice in you, the God of our salvation. Now bless your people in your word, bind the enemy, and have your way in our lives. Thank you for this Lord's Day. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, amen. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. 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 I want to thank God for illustrious choir, uh, minister of music. Praise the Lord. Great job. We thank, thanking God again from uh, all of our musicians. and That was a great, great rendition. Praise the Lord. Great, great song. Thank you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This morning, this morning, this morning, we're going to do some surgery. A surgical procedure on our hearts. I want you to turn to Luke 15, verse 28. That'll be my starting point. Luke 15, 28. I'll probably make some de- deviations from this morning as I typically do. Luke 15, 28. When you get a say, man. And he was angry and would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. Mm. Blind and bitter. Blind and bitter. How do you know when you're blind? And how do you know when you're bitter? Family feud. Bitterness can hide behind one's history, hurts, or hindrances as we are going through different adversities without proper correction, we become angry. I can't help but to think that Adam probably was angry when he said, the woman you gave me made me do it. And anytime we transfer blame on somebody else, I'm preaching already. It's evidence of anger. When you hold somebody else hostage for what's bothering you, you got a deep-rooted problem. And I often say that everybody can take onus. Everybody cannot stop the ball with them. That I have problems and I need not 
put my problems on anybody else. I need to see my problems as my problem. And what, and what happens is that we are psychologically, emotional, mentally fractured. And Paul calls it, 2 Corinthians 10, strongholds, what we do when we know we're fragile, fractured, and messed up in our feelings, we start erecting self-protective devices so that <clears throat> at the end of the day, it's not me. We have this wall of reasoning that allows us to pass on to somebody else, usually those in the closest proximity, what's bothering me. And, 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 and so, 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 so when we look at the makeup of siblings, that historically siblings in a family can have the same parents, enjoy the same privileges, be raised by the same rules, reared in the same environment, and yet be totally different. And my mother had six kids. Ain't nobody like me. Everybody has their individual bent. Everybody handles problems differently. Everybody has a different sense of worth. Everybody has a different sense of confidence. Lord have mercy. And, 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 and so, so uh, one, one child may be a little balanced and are able to bounce back from trials and tribulations. The other one doesn't have that balance and they, they can become bitter or embittered by their circumstances that no two people are alike. We, we all have a unique bent personality in everything we do. And you cannot hope to change somebody to be like you. That might be the problem. Amen. That you are not too cool. And so the fact of the matter is, is that we 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 begin to um, attack each other because listen to this we don't feel good about ourselves. If I feel good about myself, I can feel good about you. That when my vertical relationship with God is right, my horizontal relationship with man will always be right. The first five commandments, uh, Brother Lightfoot, is between God and man. The second five, between man and man. Don't even go to the sixth commandment till you look at the first five. Can I get a witness? That, 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 that child of God, when you begin to understand, out of the 39 parables in the synoptic gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, um, this one is probably the, the best known. This one carries a lot of weight 
this one in Luke 15 is probably the mantelpiece of all parables. Now, the parable was a story, earthly story with a heavenly meaning. It's a story, and sometimes Jesus told parables, and he would disguise truth so that the Pharisees said he couldn't understand it. And then he would define truth to the disciples as he explained later so they could understand it. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so here in Luke 15, and now uh, oftentimes I, I, I try to tell the ministers and the teachers in this church, you start out with observation. Observation, pay attention and go through your interrogatives, who, where, when, how, why. Every time you study the word, ask those five questions. Who are they talking about? Where are they? When? How? Why? Why is he saying this? Why is he saying this? That's how you grow biblically. Do I have a witness? And, and so, so, child of God, when you look at this parable, uh, this particular parable is talking about three lost things. Now, let's stop, pause, and park because through observation, we'll get some interrogation, and then when we interrogate, we'll get some interpretation, and then once we get the interpretation, we can make application. Stop trying to make application when you have not had observation. What is really being said in the Bible? Not what you wanted to say, not what you heard it would say, not what some commentator said. What is the Bible really saying? Mm. The whole purpose for the parable is in chapter 15, 1 and 2. Come on, come on. The whole purpose. Then drew near unto him, that's unto Jesus, all the publicans and sinners to hear him. Now he got two different crowds, righteous and unrighteous. And the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man, talking about Jesus, receiveth sinners, and he got a nerve to eat with them. You see that? They are criticizing the Lord because the Lord is free to do something that our religion won't let us do. He can associate himself with no good, low, lowly, dirty sinners. He associates with him. He eats with him. Lord, have mercy. What a Lord. God of the universe. Said, I'll sit down with prostitutes, drug dealers. I'll sit down with no good people all night. And let my light shine. Mm. That, that, is, that is the actual purpose of the parable. Now don't miss this. I know you know this by heart, but I'm going to prove to you you don't. Every time I preach this, something new coming out. Because that's the way God works. Amen. Nobody can exhaust the word. The reason there are three lost things, because each lost thing reflects something that ought to be a precautionary note to us. The lost sheep strayed because of foolishness. 
And the shepherd, the good shepherd, had to leave the 99 and go after the one. The lost coin got lost because of carelessness. The woman dropped the coin and had to get a light and sweep the whole floor. The lost son got lost because of rebelliousness. Lord have mercy, you ain't getting this. Well, why, 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 why bring all that up, preacher? Because if you and I are not careful, one of these three going to trip you up. Your foolishness will trip you up. Your carelessness will trip you up. And your rebellion will trip you up. You ain't getting no word like this nowhere else. I done preached already. We can go home now. This week, let me watch out for foolishness, carelessness, and rebellion. And my foolishness and my carelessness and my rebellion has cost me something in my spiritual life. So, we begin to examine this text. Mm. And a man had two sons, my Lord. Mm. And, and, and let, me, let, me, let me say this about the two sons. They were, they were, they were, they were different. They were both in difficulty. One son was wild, but the other son was wounded. One son was worldly, but the other son stayed at home in quiet desperation. Both rebellious. See, <clears throat> you and I can play the part. We can outwardly act righteous. But inwardly, we're full of rebellions. The word has not even been made applicable to the real problem on the inside. And, 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 and when I read this story, I, I'm, 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 I'm dumbfounded because, amen. <clears throat> I, I used to be a smoker. I used to smoke cigarettes. And, 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 and uh, um, I wasn't a heavy smoker, but I smoked. And I learned something later on in years that the worst complainers are ex-smokers. I got in the cab one time and I said, man, all this smoke up in here. I was complaining. So the cab driver said, you must be an ex-smoker. <laughs> I said, I am. Now, 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 please let that sink in. You are ex-smoker, but you complaining the most about smoke. 
Some of us are in the church and we appear righteous, but we're ex-sinners. We sin the worst. But we got a nerve to look down on somebody else when they don't meet our standards. You got a nerve to have standards. And Jesus snatched you out of hell. You got a nerve to be pious and proud when you was full of dead man's poison. That, 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 this, this story contrasted is so profound because when we look at this story, uh, the word prodigal means wasteful. The youngest son was saying to his father, uh, I want goods from you, but I don't want a relationship with you. To me, your good is dead. Very, very disrespectful. And the Bible says he went out, he went out, he went out and wasted all his goods. He got one-third of the uh, will because the older brother gets two-thirds. So he got one-third, he wasted it all, riotous living. And when he ran out of money, and keep your eyes on your so-called friends, because when you run out of money, friendships kind of stop. But well, that's my girl. I'm staying with her. Okay, we'll see how long this thing. Just keep looking at your watch. Who ate my fried chicken? It's only, it's only a matter of time before, amen, you will be borrowed. And, 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 and so he went out with riotous living, the Bible says. Now listen to Pastor. And his money ran out, and, and he started eating uh, with the pigs, and, and he came to his senses, and trouble will bring you to your senses. Yeah, yeah, yo, yes, they will. Oh, trouble. You let trouble come in. When, see, when God sends trouble, uh, all of a sudden, we become intellectual. We become astute. We can hear the still small voice of God. All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit lives on the inside. Can I get a witness? Trouble will make you. Yes, it will. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Trouble will bring you back home, won't it? I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to somebody up in here, but, 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 but child, see, trouble is a checkpoint to say, uh, excuse me, I'm trying to wake you up. Uh, you've been asleep on the wrong thing. Can I get a witness? And, and, and so when he came to his senses, the boy started for home. I'm talking about the youngest son, the wild and wildly one. And we know that story. And on his way home, he reasoned and he started rehearsing what he was going to say to his father. Father, I have sinned against heaven. I'm not worthy to be called your son. He, he started rehearsing, and then the Bible says he repented. Now, here's, here's, here's another point for you Bible students. Everybody in the Bible that confessed their sins didn't repent. 
In Exodus 9, Pharaoh said, I have sinned. In Numbers 22, Balaam said, I have sinned. In 1 Samuel 22, Saul said, I have sinned. In Matthew 27, Judas Iscariot, the one that betrayed Jesus, said, I have sinned, but none of them repented. The word repent, metanoia, is to go in the opposite direction, change your mind, change your heart, change your will, and go God's way. Do I have a witness up in the house? And the reason so many people in the church are going to hell because they never repented. What they did was they just articulated some historical finding about Jesus, but their heart was never touched. Uh, I'll preach on that another day. Can I get a witness? That, that child of God, when you begin to look at the younger brother, he comes home, the father meets him. You know the story. And the father said, uh, uh, Lord, have mercy. First of all, put a robe on him. That means acceptance. Now, let me stop. Metaphorically, some of us struggle with acceptance. Not acceptance of others, acceptance of yourself. Part of our problem is that we don't accept ourselves. But we want everybody else to accept us. And Moses said in Numbers, and they were in their own sight like grasshoppers as they were in the enemy's sight. Lord have mercy. Mm. So since I don't accept myself the way I am, I have to build up these petitions of pride. I need a pat on the back. I need affirmation. I need my name called to feel good about myself. Hmm. Very interesting. And if I don't get it, I'm controlling everything. When you look at the psychological movement of this text, this younger brother had a robe of acceptance, a ring of authority, and sandals of sonship. He was back in fellowship with the father. After being riotous, after being rowdy, after being worldly, he was back in fellowship with the father. He defines a sinner walking into church just as he is. And Jesus fully justifying and accepting him just as he is. But I don't want to talk about him. I want to talk about the other brother with another mother. You. Because the other brother represents church folk. Pharisaical thinking. I'm better than them. I'm not perfect, but I'm better than him. It's a conscientiousness of looking down. It's walking around with hidden hurts from the past and being hostage, but blaming my stuff on somebody else. How you gonna get angry with your wife or husband because you don't feel happy? 
Where in the world did that come from? Well, you didn't feel happy in the world either. No, you didn't. Uh, excuse me, let me stop and, and put a commercial out here. How did you handle the same things before you got saved? Don't answer. When you felt lonely, when you felt, uh, yeah, there was no affirmation, when you felt like a victim, yeah, when you felt hurt and pain, you didn't blame it on somebody else. You quietly buried it. And I buried it. Let me, let me tell you why this text jumps out at me, because... Uh, I thought that I was a worldly, wild person who got saved. I later found out I was wounded. I had wounds. And I never believed that I had wounds. And the reason I found out that I had wounds is because when I saw certain people, I got angry. I remember coming home on leave in the, seven, in, in the, in the 70s, early 70s. I would come on leave. I had $900 in my pocket, man. I had my, I you know, got out of my uniform, put my clothes on. I'm, I, you know, I'm, Hitting the streets, man. I'm going to party. I'm going to cabaret, this and that. And I went up to my mom and said, "Hey, mom, here's some money. You know, hey, mom, putting this in your hand. Love you so much." She said, "Thank you." I said, "Now, nah, don't get none of my money to them." <laughs> Talk about my siblings. Don't don't you fool me. I get my money to them. They ain't no good. My mother would sit there. If you gave me the money, you gave me the money. How are you going to control what your gift is to somebody else? I had, I had a lady in church years ago. She, she gave us this loss of, large offering. She said, I, I want to donate this to the church. I said, well, praise the Lord. Thank you, honey. It was a lot of money. She said, now, Pastor, I said, yeah, what is it, baby? She said, I want 200 going to the youth. I want 500 going to this. I want 300 going to us, baby. Keep your money, baby. We don't, we don't you know, yeah. either you give to the Lord or you don't. We ain't sitting up there splitting your money 40 different ways in the name of Jesus. So she said, yeah, go on and take it. I said, there you go. Now we'll take it in the name of Jesus. Now, I'm not talking about if you want to sponsor somebody for a retreat, that's different. But she actually took the whole thing and she was dividing it all up. I said, no, no, we don't do nothing like that. You, you, you're supposed to be giving to the Lord anyhow. Can I get a witness? Leave that one alone. So anyway, move right along. Uh, now, if you want to divide your money, I'll take your divided money. Amen. And I'll put it in one dish. We'll, we'll be all right. But this other brother, this other brother, beginning in verse 25, so I can get out your way. Uh, I, I, I want to suggest, first of all, that when we get saved... From wildness and worldliness and living wasteful lives and have not had a godly transition. 
of transformation, we tend to have in us a divided damage. Mm. One son was wild, the other one was wounded. Mm. That is, wounded means there's times I've been angry with God when I didn't understand certain things. Almost like, Lord, you owe me. I know y'all, I know y'all ain't like this. I'm trying to, you know, I'm not running, I'm not running the streets with women. I'm not stealing money. I'm not hooking and crooking. And you allow all this stuff happen in my life? David said the same thing in Psalm 73, didn't he? He said, I almost lost it until I went in the house of God. Why do the wicked prosper? You know, just, and God gently has to tell us, I don't owe you anything. First of all, you are being kept by the power of God unto salvation. Every, every, Every morning you get up, I give you new mercies. I give you praying power. I give you praise power. Can I get a witness? I take care of this, I take care of that. And no, nothing's perfect, but I've been with you and I've been for you. And every time you get in trouble, I bring you out. St. Matthews don't bring you out, pastor don't bring you out, your husband don't bring you out, your wife don't bring you out. I bring you out. My God. Mm. the worldly one rebelled outwardly but the wounded one rebelled inwardly mm. that, that is the fractures look, look, look at verse 25 are y'all with me now his elder son was in the field stop the elder son is in the church working The elder son is the Pharisee who's trying to obey all the Mosaic laws, washes his hands three times a day, makes all the sacrifices, prays when he's supposed to pray. He's not wild and worldly. Are y'all with me? He's in the field working. Now, you know, church folk will remind you how much work they did. And they'll remind you how long they've been at the church. But pastor, you know, I've been with you 10 years. Well, thank you, darling. What you been doing for 10 years? Hmm. Why do you think, look at the characteristics here. Don't miss this. He was in the field working. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. Uh Uh-oh. My Lord. Mm. Evening of elegance. And he called one of the servants and asked, now notice who he called. He called a servant, there's no more sons. He called one of the servants and asked these things, what these things meant, 
And he said, thy brother is come home and thy father have killed the fatted lamb celebration because he has received him safe and sound. And here we go. And he was what? Angry. Here's how you know you're wounded when you get angry at the wrong things. You're wounded. When you ought to be celebrating, you're angry. When you ought to be lifting somebody else in prayer, you're criticizing them. When you ought to be a footstool, you want to be, Lord, have mercy, a pillar. See, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Lord, have mercy. Uh, he was angry, angry, angry. Why, why is he angry? Because his younger brother, who was at the point of death, is now alive again. Mm. And some of us get angry for the wrong reasons. Do you really have a right to be angry with somebody else? Think about it. Rhetorical question. Do you really have a right to be angry with somebody? Well, they let me down. Who are you? They hurt me. Who are you? They disappointed. Who the heck are you? In this world, you're going to have tribulations. But be of good cheer. I will come to work. See, 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 listen. We're running a race spiritually. The word race is agon. We're running an agonizing race. You sit on the side of the road and feel sorry for yourself if you want to. The same thing your brethren are going through, you're going through. You got problems in your marriage, everybody got problems in their marriage. You got problems with your children, everybody got problems with their children. You got problems with your finances, everybody got problems with their finances. I dare you to step to the side and evaluate your situation based on the word of God and not Peter Popoff. Somebody came in here this morning and said, they woke up, Peter Popoff said, buy my anointed water. And a lady bought the anointed water and said the next day she got $27,000 in the mail. And here I am for 32 years, breaking my neck trying to preach truth. And y'all just as crazy as the day long. And you gotta be careful with this stuff. Because two weeks ago I saw Peter pop off. And I said to myself, you know what? Ain't nothing else working. Maybe I <laughs> Maybe I ought to send an offering. You can't get caught up in that stuff. You gotta know that you know that you know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. And we know they're all things. I don't care what you've been through. 
are working together for the good for them that love the Lord and come according to his purpose. No weapon. You got to keep with them promises. No weapon formed against me shall prosper and win the enemy. And he's coming. The enemy is coming. Turn to your neighbor and say, the enemy is coming. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against you. That's your big brother pushing you out of the way saying, uh-uh, this is my fight. I've been young, and now I'm old. I've never, <laughs> I feel like preaching now, seen the righteous forsaken, never seen the seed begging bread. Do I have a witness? He may not come when you want him, but oh, he's right on time. He's been on time, God. Let me get this Biblios. Let me stop believing every voice. Let me stop believing all my trials. Let me stop believing all my hurts. Let me stop believing all my history. Let me stop believing Satan. And let me pull up this Biblios. Can I get a witness? We are troubled on every side, but not distressed, perplexed, but not in despair. I wish I had a witness up here. Satan, take your best shot because my God is an awesome God. My God's going to show up. My God's going to free me. My God is going to let me go. My God is going to bless me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Look at Paul and Silas. Ah, detoured by God. The Spirit forbade them to go into Asia. Send them into Philippi. You need to come to call. And the Bible says they preached. And they delivered a girl from demonic div divination. Didn't you see that? They was thrown in jail. In the deep, darkest part of the damp jail. Rats was running over their feet. And Paul looked at Silas. And Silas and Paul said, let's start a praise session. And they praised his name. You got to learn to thank him. When all hell is breaking out, you got to learn to thank him. When you feel like throwing the towel in, you got to learn to thank him in the midst of your trials and tribulations. And the Lord is sovereign. He didn't come at 7 o'clock. Nor did he come at 8 or 9 o'clock. But at midnight, the Bible says the Lord showed up and he shook the jail. Can I get a witness? And the jail opened up. 
can I get a witness? Won't God do it, saints? Won't God show up when we're out of options? Won't God show up when we feel like quitting? Won't God show up? Say yeah! Say yeah! Say yeah! To be praised. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, if you don't do it, it won't get done. Can I get a witness? One was blocked. The other one was bitter. Can I get a witness? And I got to hasten on. He was angry. I see a deep destruction. Can I get a witness? Uh, thank you, Jesus. And the other brother suffered from a deep anger and resentment. Yeah, I never, he's talking to the father now. I never transgressed your commandments. I kept all your rules. I never went out in that world with harlots. Uh, I ain't talking about myself, I'm talking about this man in the Bible. Can I get a witness? I never did wrong. Uh, do I have a witness? But uh, the old, older brother is connecting. Now don't miss this one. His work with his worth. The worst thing you can do is attach your worth to your work. Your worth is in Jesus. We are accepted in the beloved. All y'all can stand up and say, Pastor, you're no good. Pastor, you're a lying soul. Pastor, you're on your way to hell. Pastor, 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 all your words will fall by the wayside. Because my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus, blood, and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but only lean on Jesus' name, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. Do I have a witness? My worth is not in ministry. My worth is not in pastoring. My worth is not the church growing. My worth is not putting up new buildings. My worth is in Jesus. Can I get a witness? And I look to the hills from whence cometh my help. Can I get a witness? So when the work is bad, Jesus got me up. When the work is good, Jesus got me up. When there's no work, Jesus has got me up. Can I get a witness? But I want you to check out this brother. Look at 1530, 1530, 1530. Uh, uh, now, now go back to 29. He answered, said to his father, Lo, these many years, counting years, counting years, we came across the street in 1993. You got people here going to dispute it with me. I'm the one that marched in. We was at a high school. We had outgrown the church. 
We went from 100 members to 1,500 in two and a half years. We have 50 a Sunday joining. We had the Eagles and Sixers down here. Y'all don't remember that. Buddy Ryan came to a worship service. I told him you can't come up in here cussing because his wife was saved. Charles Barkley was here. I can name him. Can I get a witness? The church exploded. Now, now listen, I didn't get caught up in the explosion. I said, to God be the glory. Great thing. When, when, when the Lord wants the explosion to stop, he's going to stop it. Can I get, so, so I'm not up and down with the crowd. I'm constant with Jesus. Are y'all, are y'all, are y'all understand what I'm saying? Uh, child of God, so the, the fact that the matter is, been there, done that, but as soon as, now don't miss this, look at verse 30, I got to close. As soon as this dies, son, turn to your neighbor and say, a brother from another mother. I had a, had a young lady this morning in the back. She had, a little, she had a little baby with her. She was walking. And she said, she looked so nice. She said, hi, Pastor. I said, hey, baby. And I hugged the little one. And the little, bo- the little boy looked up at me and smiled. I said, well, if I couldn't marry nobody, little child. I ain't got the patience now. I've been tossed over. I've been looking at my game or something. I can't do that now. I'm, I'm getting older now. Things are changing. Aren't they changing? They changing. In the name of Jesus. I went to the dentist. The man said, uh, you, you, you want new implants? I said, well, that's, that's a good deal. $30,000. <laughs> that ain't happening. You forget that, Doc. In the name of Jesus. Don't fool with me. The day I spent 30000 on my mouth. <laughs> Something's wrong with that picture, Doc. Can I get a witness? <laughs> you know the ones that are laughing, the ones that got them. If you drop yours, I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to have them reform after I put them in some bleach. But look at this. Look, look, look what he said. Look. He said, but as soon as thy son was come, which hath devoured thy living with all odds, Thou has killed for him the fatted calf. Look at the bitterness. As soon as your son. Mm. And, and, and you know, we got, we got families, we got siblings. Come on now. And we too struggle sometimes with our own family, don't we? Come on, you can tell the truth. We struggle. We struggle. We struggle. Lord have mercy. And, and, the, and the Bible goes on to say in verse 31, and he said, and look, look, look at the love of the fathers we close, who represents God. And, and, and as soon as, verse 31, he said unto him, son, thou art ever with me. <sighs> and all that I have is yours. Let's stop. You don't need to be bitter. You need to be better. You need to know that I appreciate your love and affection, your hard work, your righteousness. It was meat 
it was necessary that we should make merry and be glad for this thy brother was dead and is alive again and he was lost and now he's found Lord have mercy that is uh, the bitter like the Pharisees are false, fractured, frustrated, ate famished, uh, bothered, and bitter. But Micah 6 8 says, What does the Lord require of the old man to do justly? That means do the right thing, to walk humbly, and to love mercy. Old folk will tell you, mercy best suits uh, my case. When you send mercy out, mercy comes back. When you send bitterness out, bitterness comes back. Can I get a witness? When you do no good to your neighbor, that no good will come back. But whatever you send out will come back. It's called sowing and reaping. Do I have a witness? You can't sow one thing and reap another. Do I have a witness? So we ought to be sowing every day. The world has to worry about looking, amen, uh, from within to go out, instead of from out within. That is, that when I look at this picture of the worldly and the wounded, it's church folk that represents the wounded. We got people coming up in here that were prostitutes on drugs, messed up. Can I get a witness? You got a nerve to pick your nose up at them. You got a, you got a nerve to look at them funny. You got a nerve to not want to be, want, not, not want to be near them. You, you, you got a nerve not to want to socialize with him. I'm not stupid. When, when the bus ministry come in here, some of y'all never go over and shake a hand because you think you're better than they are. You, you don't know if grace had not found you. If grace had not picked you up. If grace had not turned you around. You'd be messed up this morning. But here's these poor people from Atlantic City, North Philly, South Philly, West Philly, Mount Airy, Germantown, Delaware. We pick them up with our buses. We bring them to church. Some of them never heard the word before. They always come up and get saved. Do I have a witness? Who in the world do you think you are? In fact, you ain't that clean anyhow. If walls could talk, we find out exactly where the Lord you're from. Can I get a witness? If walls could talk, we find out everything about you. Do I have a witness? I'm closing now, but Jesus said something profound. Where much has been given, where much has been forgiven, the same loveth much. You know why I can love so much? Because so much was forgiven. God forgave me of all my mess. God picked me up and put me on a street called straight. 
I can never come down on you or criticize you or judge you or talk about you. Can I get a witness? I would have been dead with AIDS. I would have been a dead alcoholic. I would have had a needle broken off in my arm. I would have been shot in the back of my head. But God, but God, but God, who's rich, any rich, any rich, any rich, in mercy. Blinded, wounded, the other brother, the church member, the so-called clean vessel, doesn't want to dirty themselves up by getting too close to dirty vessels. The closer you get to a dirty vessel, the cleaner they become. You ain't getting this guy. And the clearer you become. Can I get a witness? Let's stay on our feet this morning. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you need to be saved, and I want you to get saved this morning, rapture might take place tonight. Jesus died for your sins, was buried, rose again. He's the Son of God and God the Son. By confessing that and asking him into your life, you are saved. If you want to be saved, raise your hand. Is there one? He said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. If you be, is, is, is there one? Or perhaps you want to join our church on your Christian experience. Is there one? Is there one? Whew. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Why are you really angry? Why are you wounded? Why don't you worship God and trust him and him alone and you'll be healed? Father, dismiss us with your choices, benediction, and thank you for these thy people. Work on our wounds that we may open up and love everybody. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Pastor, Pastor loves you. See you Wednesday. Love you. Love you. You all right, boy? Love you.